So hello, welcome to week six of the NK Gadget. Hi, Hi guys. Um, obviously, you should have had your check-in emails last night and also your Facebook prompt. So if you haven't done it already, make sure you get it done because don't forget just for checking every week, we've got some awesome prizes up for grabs. So we've got a £50 voucher for Pursue Fitness, which is quality gym wear. Me and Kate wear them a lot. Uh, so if you happen to be in the gym or see any of our videos on Instagram, Facebook, we wear Pursue Fitness quite a lot. It's really <laughs> nice gym wear. Um, I know some might be like, oh, is that appropriate for me? But I think at all ages wear Pursue Fitness. A lot of my clients from 20 to 60 wear them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you quite Absolutely. like it as well, don't you? Yeah. Nice high-rise fit on the leggings. Yes, very good fit. So check them out, guys. Have a look, see what you could be buying with 50 quid. Yeah. And then obviously some other little goodies we're going to throw in as well into a goodie bag for you. And that'll be based on checking every week the work you put into it to make progress. We're looking at your mindset change as well, so moving from good to bad to more of the spectrum when it comes to food, health and fitness. Um, we're also looking at what progress you make and also just simply like, you know, just basically just checking in with us if you have a bad week, we want to know you're okay. We've had yeah. people win sometimes, uh, where they've had a really bad week, but they've turned it around and made those changes to make sure they still progress. And that's what we're looking for. We know people store on results. We know life happens sometimes, but it's how you deal yeah. with that is what we're interested in. Well, we're not after perfection here, are we? I think we've always said that, haven't we? It's just about kind of keeping going in some way, shape or form. Yes. And just adapting as you go along. Because the idea is is that this is what this is the way you'll kind of carry on for life, really, won't yeah. you? Yeah. So it's being able to adapt it and go, well, okay, I can't do this, I can't do that at the moment, but I'll focus on this. Absolutely. Like I was discussing with a client this morning, actually, uh, Carol, we were talking about the habits she's and the changes she's made for the past two years. I mean, she's lost six inches all over, which is incredible. Um yeah. you know, and that's over two years though. You know, from massive changes, you know, we've looked at her, she's progressed through changing her habits, her lifestyle. It could have gone another way because when you retire, um, you know, she's working a very demanding career. And after retiring, you know, most people become more sedentary, don't move as much, not as active. Yeah. And she just flipped that on its head. She didn't know much about, you know, protein, macronutrients. She was completely new to it only two years ago, which I think is a long time. But she yeah. says, I understand now. The things I do now on a daily basis are so habitual and automatic that Absolutely. this this is what's made her who she is through what mm -hmm. she eats, how she's active, how she sleeps, how she manages to stress. Um, and that's massive progress. And that's what we're covering today, guys, about mm -hmm. how, how, how have you made progress? What counts as progress? And not only, yes, she's lost six inches, she's stronger. She's, like I say, as I just said to Kate, she's implemented fantastic habits in place. So, for example, she makes sure she has protein in every meal pretty much, a good amount. Mm -hmm. She understands as, as uh, getting older, especially um, if you're at the age where menopausal, uh, you're more likely to go through that. She understands how, you know, muscle breakdown is easier, bone density can decrease. So she's sorted out her nutrition, got strep training. Her biggest progress is she's consistent, but consistent in the right place and putting the effort mm -hmm. in the best places that are needed. Yeah. I think that that's what it's all about. That is half the battle, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's not necessarily about making huge, great changes. Yes. I mean, sometimes there is a there's a time and a place for that kind of thing, but it's kind of building up to it. Absolutely. 
One you wouldn't go from A to Z straight away, would you? No, you've got to go A, A to B first. Yeah. Whichever one wants to go to A to Z. It's like I was creating a post this morning about um, about stop, stop thinking about the destination and start enjoying the journey. And hmm. I know it sounds really cheesy, but say when I've climbed, say, Snowdon, for example, twice. Yes, twice. <laughs> yeah. um, and people go, well, why would you do that? You know, are you racing to get to the top? I'm like, well, no, because if I rush there, I'll be exhausted. It's really hard to climb down because the next challenge is to climb down the mountain, never mind climbing up it. Climbing down mm. can be harder because you absolutely beat from it. But to enjoy the journey, like say when we're at Snowden, you know, you dress appropriate for it so you're not too cold or too hot. You have nice food with you to enjoy when you sit at the top of the mountain if it's not raining. Uh, you might do a little stop and look at the scenery as you go around taking pictures, the fresh air, other people heading off to achieve, so you chat to people on the way. And that's enjoying a journey to me. Whereas like, if I literally yeah. just raced up that mountain, like ran it like a half marathon, I'd hate it. I would not enjoy I wouldn't get to see the scenery, taking nature, taking the views mm. or looking back at how much I've climbed, going, whoa, that's how much I've just done in 30 minutes. And that's what we want you to get from what you've done these past six weeks and continue onwards with it. Yeah, absolutely. It's like we always say when we're, um, you know, talking, we use the analogy of lifting weights, don't we? If someone wants to squat their body weight, we don't immediately put 60 kilos on the bar and go, there you go, give it a go. Um, Well, for two reasons. One, it's not going to work. Two, it's going to demotivate. So, yeah, and... I think there is, um, well, there is enjoyment, isn't there, in starting from one, you know, from squatting the bar to putting some weight on to, you know, yeah. ongoing. Well, you're quite you excited, didn't you, the other day? Yeah, I think if you go straight to, you know, doing something like that, where's the, that's not half the fun, is it? Yeah. And it's like we'll get messages really? from our clients like we're hitting their PBs. Like one of your clients who used to be one of my online yes. clients messaged me, and I love that because she started with literally nothing. <laughs> Well, exactly, yeah, and she literally just stopped, you know, after a set, she's like, oh, forgive me, and just went to text her husband and that to say, oh, I'm just... So cute. She basically gone from, like, (laughs) not even a year, I don't think, yet, and she'd gone from, like, say, bodyweight squatting with you and doing a bit online with us uh, for the MK project, and then she decided to go one-to-one with yourself because of her availability, so put her with you, because Kate, man, she's she's the bomb guy, she is still the best as well, Mm. and now she's gone from... A barbell squat, which from the bar is twenty k to now, what was it fifty two? Well, she started with a single dumbbell. Oh, sorry, a single dumbbell. Yeah. Uh, to like, what was now it fifty two point five or something? Yeah. Yeah, kilogram yeah. squats, and that's mad, isn't yeah. it? And, and she's enjoyed the process of getting there. But if Kate jumped straight on that fifty two point five, she would never come back oh, yeah. again. No. In fact, no. that's not achievable. That that you know, she's going to really hurt the next day, maybe cause an injury during as well and that's why we're saying to you guys don't be in a rush to achieve what you want to achieve because Hmm. i think you just don't get a good satisfaction from it at all no you don't do you you need to sort of yeah you need to experience the process don't you yeah it is an experience yeah and experience and learn to experience failure as well and embrace it because well yeah I was just going to say, um, one of them, you know, one of you guys on here who um, has checked in and said that she's now happy with um, being able to keep on her maintenance calories without having to track. That's you know, a she's, big goal. She's been doing it for such a while that she's now quite happy that she can assess what she's eating and know that. that she's not going over her maintenance 
calories yeah. and I just think that is brilliant that is brilliant that's really cool and it's nice yeah. then knowing isn't it that there's that tool there that you know how to do so if yeah. at any point you think you know okay I just need to go back there or I just need to you know see where I am and you know you can just yeah. flip to doing that and I think that's brilliant. That's a good form of progress as well because it's showing they understand nutrition better. They're yeah. in a better mindset when it comes to nutrition. They understand calories in, calories out, so they know all oh, they need to really in a bit. Probably have less snacks, probably smaller portion dishes in bulk out my mm. protein and veggies, or temporarily just track for two weeks, which I get some clients doing who don't track anymore. Yeah. And if I'm honest, this year that's something I'm looking at doing is eventually actually uh, dropping my tracking, actually. I don't mind doing it because I quite enjoy data. That's the thing. I'm a data person. I'm science-backed as well. Yeah. So as Kate knows, I'm an absolute geek. Yeah. I read about health and fitness all the time from, say, female hormones to um, mm. how low you need to bench press. <laughs> I read up on all that. And I, oh, exactly, yeah. I'm looking and a I lot. Think, I yeah. think you and I do that, don't we, Rather, I can't remember the last time I picked up an actual sort of um, fiction book. Yeah, I do at night. I can't study at night because it switches my brain. Yeah, then yeah. I start questioning things, whereas fictional, I can get lost <laughs> in there. So I always read yeah. a fictional book before bed. Stuff to study, and I tend to read in the daytime. Like, can I let's see it as brain food in a way uh, mm. to do that? Um, you know, and then years ago, I didn't have much time to do that. Whereas now, since running a business, I've made time to do that. So mm. I'm going to cover today just to sum up a little bit where else so you get the tone of where we're coming from. So today's all about what counts as progress and also we're going to give you uh, tips and advice on how to continue progressing onwards and also up and coming challenges and um, monthly memberships we've got going for online coming up, which I know a lot of you are interested in, not just in the NK project. We have quite a few of you interested in this as well. So we're going to be looking at types of progress, which we've already just given a lot of examples. We're going to cover that in more detail. Uh, how to keep progressing, we're going to cover extra tools or, and knowledge nuggets, uh, which I'm going to cover, I've decided to cover today as well with Kate about the female hormones because everyone in this group is actually female. So I think it's important to understand your hormones better because of progress, how it slows a little bit compared to male hormones. And then we've got the Q&A at the end, which will be covering about fat burning. Because uh, one of you asked uh, something about fat burning exercises. And then we're going to cover also along with that because that prompted me to cover uh, top, top five principles when it comes to fat loss because a lot of you have, co have come in this group to be fair for body compositional changes if it's not applicable to you and there's something applicable you want to talk about then obviously when you do your check-in pop your question at the bottom um yeah. we probably will do another live we'll get well we are going to do another live when we announce the winner uh later next week because obviously you'll do your last check-in this week on the sunday uh, until latest, uh, till Tuesday midnight. So you have a shorter time to get your check-ins because me and Kate will be going live uh, between Wednesday and Friday at some point to announce the winner. And we'll also cover any of the questions that you want answering before the NK project finishes. And then we're also going to also give you more info on the up and coming challenges we have this year to keep you going as well. Because six weeks, it's not over after six weeks. We know full well that no. it's a lifetime. Mm, absolutely. There's still so much more you can learn. Absolutely. So types of progress. I'm going to start with this first one because it relates to what you just said about the nutrition one, is progressing with your mindset. Hmm. I think it's a big one. So one, being prepared to put the effort into what you're doing. So before you even start a journey is understanding with your mindset, right, I'm ready to say, for example, do fat loss which takes a lot of energy. Fat loss is stressful. 
even if you do it in a, in a you know a nice journey of it it's a yeah. stressful journey especially for females yeah absolutely i agree with that i think as much as we sort of say you've got to enjoy the journey yeah fat loss is not something you've got some preparation enjoy, but yes yeah i think if you put like we like nap saying if you put the prep in yeah and you get your mind around what you're about to do then i think you can make it you know a lot yeah. easier than yeah. people think it is and there's all sorts of things with mindset such as the all or nothing attitude which we know a lot of you have come from that background and we know yeah. you know that is not an ideal mindset. It's more no, about... I think we've all been there at some yeah. point, haven't we? I can yeah, think back to when I was exactly the same. You'd, you know, you'd get a certain, you know, to a certain point in the week and you'd have that glass of wine or you'd have some chocolate and then you're like, oh, well, that's it, straight into the bucket bucket. Yeah. And it'll, yeah. you know, I'll start again on Monday. Or say <laughs> you went, oh, shit, I've got over 1,600 calories, so you know what, I'll just eat what I want now. And it's like, yeah. well, you could just stop where you are and look at your average for the week. Um, you know, the other mindset yeah. is, I'd say reducing procrastination is a big one. This is something even I've had to learn for years. And I think we've all loved procrastinating. But basically, mm-hmm. instead of just writing down plans like, yep, this is what I've got to do. And then you don't do anything. It's yeah. like, I've been reading a book at the moment called The 4-Hour Working Week. And it's all about, instead of time management, it's getting rid of what time is being wasted and actually reduce how busy you are. So you can focus on yourself more, uh, not from a business point of view, but a personal point of view. And the issue is people will do things to distract you from the things that have to be done. And there's a great little exercise I did yesterday. So in the book, he basically suggested write down things you do to basically distract from tasks that have to be done, such as scrolling on your phone, listening Mm -hmm. to the news, um, doing a house chore which you could leave probably until you've done that task so kind of like an avoidance instead of there's really you should do that task first which is known as eat the frog first isn't it they call it eat the frog don't know why frog because it's difficult to eat a frog maybe (laughs) because you don't want to eat the frog probably that too yeah i love frog's legs unless it's cooked in garlic butter (laughs) then i may eat it you know i've done been there (laughs) i used to do that when i um you know, when I used to work in, mm. in an office, you know, and you'd have the pile of work there and the, and the you know, the one bit of work that was difficult that needed your, you know, absolute 100% concentration was the one you should do first, but more often than not was like, well, I get all the others out of the way. And then something else comes in and distracts you, which you can't help, and that ends up being left until another day and on yeah. it goes. Yeah, another tip was, uh, again, with the mindset guys. So I've got the task on a whiteboard, but also, he said, I tried it today, so I've got a small piece of paper, and I've, I mean, you can't really see well there, but I've just written on, because there's only a bit of space, I could only write three tasks to complete this morning. So it makes you prioritise oh, right, yeah. better. So let's like, say today, like, you ha- you wrote down, say, um, say drink so much water, so to cross one of them off your little like, list there, it might be you have to drink one before you have a coffee, it could be you need to get out for a walk, so you've got to make sure you get that done this morning. So that's on your list, so you get it done in the morning. Another one could be you're going to have a high-protein breakfast. So that's where the action could have taken the place of that before, a bit of preparation, write down suggestion, and then just mm. get it done in the morning. But yeah, I think mindset's a big one to work on. In fact, it just links everything in whatever your health and fitness goal. You have to have your mindset ready. You have to, yes, mm. have a plan, but learn to take action even with the tasks that you're going to procrastinate with, 
and get rid of those tasks that you normally distract, get rid of them. Like today, my my personal goal is actually to only listen to the news once when I'm on my dinner. When I say dinner, I mean midday, because it's breakfast, dinner and tea in the north. Lunch uh, is what you mean. Yeah. Yes, Kate, dinner. And, um, <laughs> so I did just, and instead of like saying, oh, do you want to listen to two minutes more of this story? I just listened to the basics because one, it's distracting. Uh, listen to the news multiple times, especially with what's going on in the world at the moment. So we've had COVID, we've got the, this war going on. Mm. Um, there's not The news is not a very nice place to, to be looking at at the moment. There's not much good news, but good news doesn't make the news, does it? So mm. and it was causing a lot of stress and anxiety, making me less productive. So I decided to reduce that right down to literally midday. Now that's it, because all the updates will be there. Um, and I thought something major big has happened. Obviously, I see Kate usually, she might know. Or other people will say, oh, have you heard about this? Or you can use this mm. conversation. But, you know, and even just not scrolling on my phone until a set time. So I'll probably have a little bit of a scroll, um, like, for half an hour when I come home from work later. And then I do my journal, write down my plan for the next day, and that's it. Social media goes off for 8pm. So yeah. also understanding that... Um, you know, we have a lot of information thrown at us daily at the moment through social media, the news, the TV, your tablets, your phone. There's not really much escape for it. And learning mm. to manage that could be a big help with your mindset as well, folks. Yeah, because like you said, I think it is kind of everywhere, isn't it? I mean, I have here at home, the radio is on all day. Yeah. Constantly on. You don't be on loud though, so it's not too distracting. It's just background noise, isn't it? It is background noise, yeah. And I, you know, yes, like you say, when I sit down and have, you know, something to eat, then I might sort of sit and listen to it. Yeah, that's the only time. Distracted by having it, but I was just going to say, actually, this this little. I don't know if you can see. Uh, Tilt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This planner here, rather than having one big to do list. Yeah. Has the three most important. Ah, that's like non-negotiables. So it's not actually a to-do list. It's actually well, you've got your three and yeah. then the rest of it is just your to-dos, which is quite handy. I like that because the other thing with list making, sometimes I think people can overwhelm themselves and make too much. Yes. So that's why I'd say a so small piece write, of paper I... or that, what you've yeah. just done there, where you can only fill out three things anyway. I was going to say, I've had it where I would have something on my laptop maybe of things I've yeah. got to do and then I'll have a separate notebook where there's it's then gone into something else yeah. and then I'll have a little scrap see I don't put nothing on the Outlook or Gmail I don't do anything and apparently that's <laughs> actually advice given that four hour working week he says don't put them on your laptops because yeah. you end up if anything he put he says put a prompt on like a reminder saying are you doing any? have you done anything so far that is distracting you from your tasks a little prompt okay. reminder, which I thought yeah. was quite cool so if you're working at the desk quite a lot like me and Kate do sometimes in the day I felt that's quite a good one. I mean, I'm not too bad with it as long as I'm not listening to the news and that. Um, and I, I, this morning, I've had to go at alligating. Alligating? Is that the right word? I don't know. I have no idea what that word is. I don't know. I can't think. Oh, it won't come to me. Anyway, I set myself tasks to do at set times today instead. Whereas normally I'm a bit multitasking back and forth get yeah. distracted and I think that's how we can feel sometimes say with these online challenges you might feel a bit overwhelmed so stick with the basics what you definitely got to do that day to help you move forward with your goals which will be your daily non-negotiables is going to be your main one you know yeah. your meals because you eat every day so that's still a priority as well so just keep it simple of where it's come you don't have to do the extra challenges we set but they're there to help prompt you like the step challenge last week. Oh, am I moving enough? Oh, I can do an extra few thousand steps a day and sustain it, which would be great yeah. for increasing my energy output and for my health and fitness. Mm-hmm. So other progress. So mindset is a huge one. Then here are your basic ones, the ones where you need to take data. If you are doing 
body fat loss so losing body fat tissue adipose tissue and you want to get toned you know i love that word which means building muscle um so obviously you're going to be recording your inches so take measurements and also your weight properly now these are seen as data you don't have to be too anal about it you don't have to think well if i have a pound gain or an inch gain and it's your first gain in like six months or four weeks or whatever mm. i wouldn't worry too much because you've got to look at the whole picture like from a bird's eye view of what's going on like i had a client the other week she apparently gained an inch around her hips which to be fair with females we do tend to bloat up there and if we can get i can gain an inch do you want me period um mm. and if you met menopausal that's a big factor i mean you know kate you've said to me you felt bloated and stuff more days and yeah, yeah yeah um and of course that affects your weight so of course you can have a slight gain in weight and this is where i like this if you because to be fair to her she didn't throw it in the fuck it bucket she cracked on with what had to be done and i give and us pts were there to reassure you you're doing everything you should be doing if we saw a weight gain for the next four to six weeks and inch gain, then yeah, we're going to pull you up on and go, right, we need to really look at your plan, yeah. what's going on. But if it's a once and, you know, every so often, which is normal because we're females, we fluctuate, which is why I want to mention about uh, female hormones in a bit. That's absolutely fine. But the progress is she carried on with everything like she should. She still trapped her protein. Yeah. She didn't binge or go off, do anything where it's going to hinder her progress. She just continued onwards. And I said, and in fact, she said by the end of the week, she took a, she took a wait for a couple of days and actually the average came down. So, oh, yeah, and it yeah. will. So don't yeah. bear that in mind with weight loss and inch loss. What it is, it's giving you data, a bit like a scientist. We have to gather evidence and data across a period of time, which is why they'll do, the, ideally, like say, if they were tracking, say, the effects of women having, um, say, enough protein, you know, what effects are going to have on their fat loss and their body composition. When this guy did this experiment on a trained female athlete, it was eight weeks in a lab. So he needed a time period of data. And that's what you're doing with that. You're becoming your own scientist to see, Mm. is it working with what you are doing? If you do see a gradual inch loss, but not much weight loss, that's still fine. That means you're losing body fat. Um, If you see a massive weight drop, uh, and a massive inch like hugely and you're not massive overweight then that's a sign of oh you might be losing a lot of muscle as well as fat it's giving you that data if you've seen a gradual loss and you're on the right yeah. track if you've seen a gradual gain then you're in a calorie surplus it's just another way of data capturing what's going on but take the pinch of salt because i had one client recently his weight stalled a little bit which i understand will because he's getting leaner um his inch has come down a bit of again they stalled but his clothes are fitting loose and his body shape's different and he yeah, feels exactly. different. He feels like his physique's changed. Mm-hmm. So you've got to sometimes just go with your instincts about it as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes it might just be a case of looking in the mirror and thinking, yeah. do, am I actually happy with what I'm looking at? Yeah, your mindset might be, again, a mindset progress yeah. Yeah, of liking your body a little bit more. And I, I, yeah. I do, I mean, Kate knows this, how she has as well. We've trained female clients where they don't look in the mirror before and then next with the bloody checking themselves out, like me and Kate do at the gym, <laughs> you know, <laughs> reaping the rewards of what they've had. And they just feel great about their physiques. And that's a yeah. great form of progress as well. Mm, absolutely uh, another one which is my personal favorite for progress I had a great one for i had a few great ones for Ard. it wasn't just a k to a posted uh, another k to a train one of my clients uh, strength gains is seeing progress with their training i mean you love yeah. this as well don't you it's one of your favorite forms of progress mm-hmm. absolutely and now i get one of you in this group thought i think with the feedback we saw people think we're anti-weight loss we're not anti-weight loss 
we're not anti-fat loss. We'll support yeah. you with those goals if that's what you're after. What it is, we don't like people solely focused on it because it's painfully fucking slow, change your physique. And all of you in this group of females, it's even more painfully fucking slow to see change. You'll get a bit of momentum, then you gain a bit because of hormones, then you lose a bit. And it's just not fun to focus on. And I've done that from no, personal right. experience. Yeah, you definitely need other yeah. things to, to keep you yeah. going through. If, if you solely focus on that, you'll yeah. just drive yourself mad, won't you? And I've worked with clients where we have just focused on that in the past when I was a, a younger PT and inexperienced. And learning mm. from that, they even I struggled to help sustain results because the focus was purely on fat loss. So if they didn't get results after, uh, you know, say one week, the results weren't coming and we weren't focused on performance with strength training or getting better of lifting, they were more likely to actually just give up. They wouldn't turn yeah. up to a session because yeah. that's what's the point of not getting results. The attitude yeah. was different. Whereas when I say sit down, do a consultation or Kate does, or obviously we're getting feedback off you guys. That's why we tried to ask for a couple of goals. Yes, you can put down fat loss goals, but you can also put down mindset goals. You can put mm-hmm. down uh, improving your nutrition quality, so learning to cook, because that can be quite fun, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Or, like say, being able to do your first push-up or first pull-up or rep maxes, uh, or yeah. how many re- uh, lifting a certain weight for 10 reps. It hasn't got to be a one rep max. So that's why we always say this, you know, we're not anti-weight loss, because having your body fat at a healthy level based on you as an individual is important for your health. We completely understand that. We know it's important yeah. to you to look and feel, you know, good in yourself. Me and Kate train for vanity, not just for strength. I like the way I look because of my training. And it is one of the reasons why I do Absolutely. train. But if I just trained for my vanity, I'd be bored. And I'd get yeah. a bit yeah. demotivated, if I'm honest. Yeah. Because I think you need something slow. else in that. I mean, ultimately, if it all comes down to helping you reach your goal, doesn't it? Whether you're thinking yeah. about nutrition or learning to cook or meal prep or something like that, it's still, all of that is still getting you towards your goal. Absolutely. It's just it's just you not focusing on, I'm going to do this because yeah. I want to lose weight, yeah. because I want to lose fat. It's like, I'm doing this because I want to learn to cook a meal. Yeah. Or I want to learn to weight train or I want yeah. to lift more. And ultimately, all of that plays into you reaching your goals yeah. anyhow. And as a byproduct get a nice physique anyway exactly we're basically explaining this because fat loss isn't fun for that honest with you it's a bit motivating at first you see the weight loss coming down and the inches but after the leaner you get the harder it gets Mm. and i've been well me and kate have been training for seven plus years together it might be longer than that to be honest now i just say seven plus years as a guest um I feel like I'm in the best shape now and I'm 33 and I've been active since the age of 12, like doing martial arts and then properly got into the gym when I was about 24, 25. It was actually after my great nan passed away. I actually do it as a coping mechanism for grief. Um, and it just gave me focus and I enjoyed it and I loved the buzz of it. So I kept doing it then. And, yeah, you know, if I say 25, just proper training series and probably starting training you around then, Kate. So it's going on eight mm. years, eight years and now I'm happy with my physique. That's how long it takes. Yeah, yeah. So you're telling me yeah. you're going to focus just on your physique for eight years? Oh, no. That's been down to strength goals. I mean, yes, we both do fat loss goals sometimes. I did one start of Jan, but I just see more. Mm. I put things in place to get those results, but also I'm working on this as well, like strength goals or, um, you know, but even if it's not yeah. a one rep max, it's like, say, we did a 10 rep max, didn't we? So I wanted to squat my body weight and you want to do yours yeah. for 10 reps. So we hope that makes sense where we're coming from. When it comes to why we don't want people just just focusing on weight loss and fat loss, we'll mm. support you with that. We do it ourselves. We like training for our physiques, 
but we like you to have other goals because it's just not an enjoyable journey fat loss i mean i'm a miserable bastard when i'm hungry so you know i don't do fat loss often for myself never mind uh, you know anything else so yeah that's why i like doing performance <laughs> goals okay right other forms of progress i'm going to whiz through these because these are quite generic and you should you should be doing these anyway and a lot of you have done is better nutrition and habits along with nutrition so snacking less snacking less yeah. for emotional eating emotional eating your portions are better my fitness power nutri check or any calorie or macro tracking app you understand calories and macronutrients better and you're implementing those uh, things you're learning like doubling your protein portions increasing your fruit and veg yeah. understanding mm-hmm. that some meals aren't as filling so you need to change that so you don't need to snap between meals mm-hmm. that is a form of progress as well even prepping a bit more than usual. Even so you're not yeah. doing a week's worth of prep like I do. It could be like Kate does with her kids. You might do an extra say, portion like said, the yeah, next the day. Week, yeah, yeah. Just, just something just, as simple as that. Even if you're meal planning, meal planning, yeah. prepping, like you say, just adding in more fruit and veg, appreciating that maybe you don't need the extra snacks or yeah. making those snacks higher protein, you know, making higher protein mm. choices, which after a while for a lot of you becomes just automatic. Habit. Yeah. Um, another one with nutrition as well is actually balancing your weekends because everyone mm. eats more on the weekends and we're fine with that so it's learning our flexibility which is why a weekly calorie track is always better because it's seen the yeah. average over a week so and i get some of you saying should i drop my calories more if i'm eating way over on the weekends and i'm like, why just sort your weekends because actually yes you could do that but I think personally, and from science, looking at some of the evidence of people doing very restrictive calories in the week to then having the weekend, I think it gives too much leeway and it causes more binging because your appetite increases, which your ghrelin hormone increases when you've been reducing more. So it actually starts implementing not great behaviours around food personally, especially on weekends. Yeah, so you need to sort the weekends to become more moderate. Yeah, you're spending the whole week either binging or restricting you're not you're not having a happy medium where you're yeah. just eating and you know treating yeah. each day as, as it should be yeah so that, i think that's yeah that's something why that I mean, binge restricts well is, is you'll find that if you restrict too much during the week then you won't you know you won't be able to get your activity up and all that sort of no. things you won't yeah, performance training as much so performance or yeah and again if you're doing fat loss it's stressful mm. anyway so imagine yeah. trying to perform your best training on a thousand calories or 1200 calories it's not gonna happen yeah i'm well, sh- sh- trying to survive yeah. on, tra- on that anyway regardless of what i know I yeah i struggle on 1600 to train well <laughs> never mind with you know so when i do a fat loss it's like you know i tried to get away as many calories as possible i think well i just won't rush it just means i'll maintain more muscle if i'm in a smaller deficit i just don't see the rush so that's personally why yeah. I, I don't agree with dropping calories any further unless it's completely necessary um yeah Another form of progress is increased energy levels, which normally is from better sleep hygiene, uh, actually adequate fueling yourself properly, so having adequate protein is a big one, uh, still having carbohydrates in your diet, more carbo- uh, having your carbohydrates mostly from fruit and veg as well. Uh, that would be a form of progress as well, increasing your energy and improving your sleep hygiene. Becoming more disciplined and consistent, but not just... Because I think some people get confused with consistency sometimes. And I was listening to a podcast earlier with emma story gordon and i love this she was like saying it's good to be consistent but be consistent in the right area so you could consistently mm-hmm. for example be on the keto diet but consistently be in a calorie surplus and still gain yeah. body fat mm-hmm. because that's consistently yeah, yeah. done that way 
Um, you know, it's like, say, you could be consistently daily non-negotiables and you're trying to lose body fat and you're trying to keep consistent with your calories, but the weekends are over the week increasing that average. So you're struggling to lose that body fat because yeah. you're consistently doing that. So you need to consistently change the weekends. That'll be your new focus points. Yeah. Because um, you're binging and restricting that you're doing yeah. every week is, yeah. is consistent. Yeah. But Don't, not something you want. Yeah. And we're not <laughs> saying you're a bad person doing that. You're completely human yeah. doing that. You know, even I eat yeah. more on the weekends. I, I have binged a lot on weekends in the past. I've just learned to moderate it better. Um, if yeah. I'm honest, tracking the weekend actually helped change me how I eat my weekends. Um, and also not restricting too much in the week personally. Or like Kate does, she tracks from a Friday to Friday. Uh, because ideally you don't want to do that again and live on pauper calories but then that doesn't work for everyone yeah. either we understand it's yeah. social and environmental weekends as well like some people feel pressured to drink because others are drinking and telling them to have a drink you're being boring have a drink i understand that and that will take you building up self-confidence to be like i'm actually okay thank you i'm having fun anyway but thank you for the offer if you buy me and yeah. if they keep saying you know he's my drink he's my drink like literally forcing it on you and i've been there i've had that i'm not teetotal but i've had people trying to force drink on me even when i'm not driving but i'm happy i've stopped i also if you buy me a drink i've said no and no means no that applies to a lot of things i will give the drink away to some stranger just so you know and they haven't believed me they've brought me the drink thinking oh, i'll drink it anyway and i'm like no there you go there you go i'll make you a free drink and i'll tell you now it's never happened again Hmm, I'm sure. And I'm not doing it to be a bitch. It's just, I'm sorry, respect what I'm doing. And sometimes it's not just because of calories, it's just because I've had enough. I'm just like, I'm yeah. merry enough, I don't need any more. So I'm going to feel like shit tomorrow. <laughs> and I hate feeling like yeah. shit when I hate having bad sleep. So it does take confidence and that's going to take practice to do that. Same with like when you go out eating like for a meal or again, drinking and eating. And again, friends or family might pressure you into eating you have this you have this go on have this it's really nice go on go on have some and i hate that when people for, try force upon you so i don't do it when people come my house i mean like i always ask you and nick do you want cake which normally it's a yes straight away um but if you actually <laughs> said no i'm all right and i, I wouldn't force it on you but okay no i'll just give it something fine, else yeah. it's fine but you're never gonna say no to me are you kate <laughs> <laughs> no. no but uh so yeah so i think that makes sense over coming from about the discipline and consistency make sure you're putting that energy in the right area it's all well and good being consistent with your tracking at least your calories but are you actually in a deficit if you're doing mm. fat loss or are you in a surplus if you're doing uh building muscle or increasing sport performance okay how to keep progressing so like we just said there make sure you're putting the energy in the right place and where it needs to be so if you're not getting fat loss results you need to sort out your energy balance so you'll have a few options there. It's either you have to increase your energy out, but then are you just doing it purely for calorie burning then? And are you going to enjoy that? Is it, you know, question that? Or sorting out the energy in, which is the easiest option out the two as well. Yeah. Um, also, things are progressing. If you are struggling with energy levels, make sure you learn to have rest days. Make sure you learn to, you know, sort out your sleep as priority. If you had a shit night's sleep. Recovery. Yeah. The amount of clients I've worked with in Katars who sleeps awful, they're survi- surviving on less than six, seven hours sleep, uh, even five yeah. hours, and they're expecting to try to see progress, and they're wondering why mm. they keep craving foods that they enjoy and why they're well, stressed. That's right. They don't actually realise that the reason for half of the things that they're not happy with is because of their sleep. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, I know it's easier said than done to say, well, just get seven hours sleep. Yeah. It's sorting out the that. hygiene process. But it's just, yeah. again, yeah, it's again that progressive thing. You haven't got to suddenly go from not being able to sleep at all to having yeah. your eight hours a night. It's about those little steps to help improve it. Absolutely. Like we talked about the other week about, um, I think it's like uh, sorting out the mindset and that. And obviously with the evening routine, that's what I was thinking about then. So your morning, evening yeah. routine. So your evening routine is basically your sleep hygiene routine. That's what sleep hygiene is. Exposing oh. yourself to less whatever blue screens like phones, laptops, tablets, TVs as well. Um, coming scrolling, Not scrolling on social media before bed. Having a nice warm drink. Having a maybe a warm shower before you go to sleep. Because then it helps with the oh. after drop uh, where your body temperature drops. So your room's at an yeah. adequate temperature. That is so important. But... I've I work with shift workers as well, and the biggest thing we try to achieve is the sleep routine because they can't go to sleep mm-hmm. same time. So they have to have a set routine when they're on nights, a set routine when on days, set routine when on earlies, and set routine when they're off work. We have to have a set yeah. routine for that. It's more the timing for those routines, but other than that, the leading up to that sleep is exactly the same every time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we said about looking after your sleep is one way to keep form of progress. Um. So what? also another thing with keeping progressing is if you stall, so say, like I said earlier, your weight loss has suddenly stopped for the past couple of weeks, you see no inch loss, you feel there's no change in your physique, give it time, keep taking data, put more effort into what you're doing, hone in a little bit more mm. on your calories, plan a little bit better, make sure you're taking action where you can, you know, check even your activity levels or has your job changed, has something drastic changed your life to affect your activity routine a lot of people returning to the office so actually either they've become more active or more sedentary depending on the situation yeah, with that. Changed, yeah. so it might mean you need, need to really look at your calories replace the activity that you were doing like the walks uh, in the morning you were doing perhaps before working from home it might be getting to work early and go for a walk there on your lunch break or dropping the calories so don't forget you need to learn to adapt as well yeah it's, it's not survival of the fittest the person, the what people who are good at surviving or anything that's good at surviving, it's not the strongest, not the fittest, it's not the smartest, it's those who can adapt. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just like you said about um, people working shifts and um, having a different routine, I think that applies even when, you know, you aren't a shift worker. I think it's having different routines for, you know, during the week when yeah. you might end up working late or on the weekend when you're not working, you know, having a a routine or something in place for each of those yes. eventualities. Yeah, because it, it helps for the long term. Again, you're repeating habits that are going to make you who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly on that as well, working on reaching your goals. So also when you do stall, just keep going because you're actually probably getting close. As long as you've been seeing results quite consistently over a period of time and you're mm-hmm. like, right, okay, it's the first time it's stalled. I'm just going to keep an eye, keep chipping away. Don't give up. Check yeah. with your coaches like us. Uh, or if you come on to any of the online projects or one-to-one with us, you know, come to your coach to be reassured, am I doing everything I should be doing? Should, am I all right to keep going, what, doing what I'm doing or not? Yeah. So you Don't that suddenly well. do anything drastic or that yeah. you need to do. Yeah. Check in with a professional, whether it's us or another PT in the future, whichever it is, but get someone to help mm-hmm. you be accountable to check in. Mm-hmm. Um, so lastly, when you do reach your goal, always think it's not over. So, for example, I did a fat loss phase until about second week of Feb. So I didn't think, oh, that's it now. I could just stop exercising <laughs> because I always want to exercise uh, because I like what I do because I like the process I set up. And it's what we try and get people on board with because we love what we do. And we want people to feel that 
sounds a bit cheesy, that love we have for training and exercise and having an active lifestyle. So, for example, me and Kate are actually working, I'm working on a bit of muscle building actually this year, as well as uh, increasing my strength through repetitions and endurance um, and, and managing my mindset when it comes to technology as well, because I'm very heavily reliant on Instagram, Facebook and on here for my work. Um, but always have something else in mind. There's always something to work on, whether it's strength goals, no. um, it could be you just want to maintain as a goal because that's uh, some people do that. I like to try and maintain yeah. sometimes just what I am. So always think there's something else. If you get stuck, that's where you need a coach to help you with yeah. that. Okay. Absolutely. Extra knowledge and tools. So we're going to cover this quickly. It's got 20 minutes. <laughs> get carried away. I know, get your flies by. So this is extra knowledge nuggets. Do you like that, okay? <laughs> knowledge nuggets. <laughs> uh, so quickly about female hormones in this group. So... If you're still having regular periods, the reason I'm covering this is because this can affect progress and how fast you progress. Male hormones create a female hormones, right? Male hormones are quite steady. Their weight fluctuations, they do have them, but not as much as females. So bear in mind if you've been tracking your results over this time, even your menopausal or postmenopausal, your weight fluctuations are greater than males. So do not compare to your male uh, you know, partners or dads, brothers, friends, whichever, and you can't compare your progress to them. Like you won't compare your strength progress to a male because they're going to get stronger faster than females. We have to train a little bit longer before we get the same results. Um, yeah. Just bear in mind, females, if you still have a menstrual cycle, you can just do a calorie deficit three weeks of the month. Mm. Still progress. And have one week yeah, of maintenance. Absolutely. Which your one week of maintenance may be the weekly not to day of starting bleeding. Day one, remember, start bleeding. And then whatever data is when you start bleeding again the day before is the end of that cycle so i'm classic 28 days sometimes 32 it, it's it's between two to three days but usually on clockwork and i think you were similar kate when you were having uh, periods on a regular yeah. basis weren't you um mm-hmm. and you are going to be hotter because your metabolic race increases which means um you're burning calories more just digesting food that's why you're hungrier so that's why we're saying if you're doing a fat loss phase and you're on your cycle do honor that and have those mm. extra calories go up to your maintenance phase if you're not doing maintenance yeah. if you have maintenance it's not too bad you shouldn't have to do much more extra really you'll probably just be in a slight no. deficit for a week so if you are looking at but building think, muscle or strength then maybe increase it a bit yeah i think that that's hard that's the thing with like checking in isn't it it's like mm. oh i'm feeling hungrier than usual or you know whatever mm. it might be yeah you might not actually realize until you look at your cycle and where mm. you are and go ah. Oh. rather than thinking yeah. oh what am i doing wrong because i'm so hungry it's appreciating that it's your general yeah. cycle and hormones that are causing the problem and also your mood as well your mood can be massively affected at that point so of course yeah. you turn to foods that taste nice because you want to feel nice and that's normal so it gives you a bit more allowance to allow those foods into your diet moderately mm. without trying to restrict and resist even more trying to be good as you call it it's like no i'll get a fitness in the goal because i fucking want a chocolate bar and i'm gonna fonda- fit yeah, this in absolutely. but i'm gonna have some extra piece of fruit as well just to satiate myself a little bit more alongside with it um, and also bear in mind with female hormones, the day you start bleeding, after a few days once the cramps and that have subsided, um, mm-hmm. you start feeling a lot better and that's when your follicular phase starts kicking in and your ovulation starts happening, and ovulation, sorry, estrogen starts increasing. So between that day and day 14, 16, you'll start actually feeling pretty good, good for strength gains, by the way. I like to mm-hmm. 
think of day seven to 14 as my peak time. So I'm just yeah. I'm just at the end of that nearly. So I know this week I'll have a good training week. And then obviously after then, your luteal phase kicks in. So your estrogen starts decreasing, pedestrian, pedestrian starts pedestrian, increasing, yeah. which makes you feel like shit a little bit. So even with training yeah. for females, you can deload once a month if it helps with your goals. Now, only deload, you feel you need it. Basically, you feel tired, you feel more fatigued, your mood's low. Um, you find your joints ache a little bit because you're more uh, more likely to dislocate, actually. I'm not saying you will, uh, but, you know, your joints and ligaments might not feel as strong. So you can work on technique, dropping the weight. It's just about doing form that week. It's okay mm. to do that as well. That's absolutely fine. And it's about appreciating that that's the reason why you might not be able to you know lift a little bit heavier or even yeah. lift the same as you did you know a couple yeah. of weeks ago and um, so that's covering periods just quickly if you want more about that just give us a shout we have got a podcast completely covering about that on the um the nk podcast if you actually look through at the starting few podcasts we have on here uh, if you're on spotify anchor or i think it's i think we're on apple as well you can actually look at that we've got that uh, also menopause as well because we know some of the half in this group are going through the menopause or maybe coming to the end of it. The main thing I'm going to say with menopause is you don't need to train as much as you think. It's looking mm. at the quality of your diet. It's also having help from hormone replacement therapy if needed. But to be fair, there's argument that we all do now with the bad looks of it. The more science coming out, uh, do speak to your GP uh, about that. I highly advise that. Um, about five or six of my female clients, 50 and 60 plus, are on HRT now. And the benefits are massively outweighing the risks hugely. I know people get worried about cancer, oh, yeah. but it was a good little uh, fact I heard the other day. I think... When you have HRT, I think saying 24 women, one in 24 women are at high risk of cancer, say through HRT. But alcohol yeah. consumption is actually double that. Yet people still will yeah. opt to drink alcohol, which is more high risk of cancer than HRT. Also, the mm. contraceptive pill, more risk of cancer than taking HRT, just so you know, folks. Yeah. So just a little fact there and for There's also you. various forms of it as well, yeah. which if, if, you are, if there is a high risk of cancer, generally because it's within the family or yeah. something, then you yeah. can take it in a different form. Normally, I think for the gel and that, that's the most reduced risk, isn't it, depending? Yeah, um, gel and patches and yeah. things like that. So, yeah. yeah, there is other ways, but definitely... Definitely we're speaking to your GP about it. Ideally, ask for a female health specialist, um, which there should be one locally based about. I know not all doctors may have, but request that and say why you are requesting it. Because you want to yeah. speak to somebody who actually knows about it. Because not all GPs know about menopause or HRT and how it works, mm-hmm. sadly. It is quite neglected. Uh, but the main thing we can tell you about this, so females, when we start hitting the perimenopausal, uh, stage uh, protein increases massive this is why we bang on about protein because your muscle breakdown becomes greater um mm-hmm. so that's why more females are at risk of sarcopenia bone disease arthritis as we get older because we haven't got estrogen the hormone to protect us as much which is why again mm-hmm. i've already made that decision that when i start hitting perimenopause symptoms i'm gonna go fucking on hrt because i don't <laughs> want my risk of heart disease being increased my risk of bone disease being increased i want my rights to my hormones so I've already made that decision. But also over time, That's looking it. at increasing your protein at that time as well. So a lot of people are already under eating proteins. So ideally, just trying to get up to an adequate amount of protein like we discussed in this NK project. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even it's 25 grams per meal, you run that. That is still a lot better than what people were on probably previously. Yeah. So bear that in mind as well. Your daily activity as well. Your jobs change. You 
become more sedentary because you may retire or have more desk work. So bear in mind, sometimes the weight gain, this, this, this um, what's the word, statistics for it, don't be a statistic. So think, how can I replace that activity? Can I walk more? Can I go to different classes where uh, I get my body moving a bit more? Resistance train mm. twice a week. Um, you know, try and sit less. The, the, the science I looked at on the weekend actually about that on all older adults is we become too sedentary. We're living longer, but doesn't mean we're living better. And that's what's overwhelming the NHS as well yeah. as many other factors in the NHS. It's not just older adults. But if we learn to look after ourselves better, we're going to be taking that less pressure off the NHS. But also in turn, mm. we're going to feel healthier, fitter for longer. And yes, we're going to live longer, but you're going to live, live longer, like live a really good yeah, life. But you also can't go the other way when it comes to menopause. And it's very tempting you know, when you're perimenopausal and you do gain that fat around the middle, I've had that, I still do. It's one of those things that I've just had to get my head around and think, well, okay, that's... I'll be there one day. Um, (laughs) But I think it's about not... Because immediately what you think is, all right, I need to go in the gym and I need to do a load of cardio or I need to do whatever, you've got to appreciate that if you do decide to do all of that, that's an extra stress on your body. Yeah. Along with everything else. And yeah. it's not always the best way to go with it. Like Matt said, it's more looking at your nutrition and your sleep and everything and else. And general well. activity. You still want to be active, still want to do your training, but you don't have to suddenly go mad. Yeah. And yeah. More, is, more does not equal better. More does not equal better. No, quite. It's finding a balance. I know it sounds a bit cheesy, but it is. It, and it's based yeah, individually. It yeah. Okay, right. That's covered that. We'll quickly cover the Q and or the Q&A. Luckily, it's only one main question, actually, because uh, a lot of you pretty all right this is a good question to ask because i do get asked this a lot and obviously and me and kate trained and that's why we if we would have probably asked this question to a pt if we were pts so is there any fat burning exercises let me say this there's no best fat burning exercises there's no tummy exercises that are going to shrink your stomach away there's no arm exercise that's going to get rid of fat on the arms because you can't spot reduce and two it's still down to an energy deficit and mm-hmm. compared to your energy out, your energy in has to be less than your energy out. Um, all exercise is good at body fat burning, whether it's weight training, whether it's classes, whether it's walking. It's whatever you consistently do and enjoy doing. If you keep doing mm-hmm. and creating this active lifestyle, you're going to keep your body fat down and less likely to regain body fat. There's research that's coming out lately in people sustaining fat loss over five plus more years. So they're saying the average of regains between one to five years now. So it's getting bigger because mm. it used to be one to three. Uh, but the ones who didn't regain, so these studies have been done for years and they've had meta-analysis done, so they've been studied, been a study of a study. But it's it was down to again. the ones who stayed active. That's what it was. Yeah, and I think that's important to remember, isn't it? It's about yeah. what you can sustain yeah. and what you can keep going yeah. with because it's all very well... Um, increasing your calorie burn by doing hours yeah. of cardio or whatever it is you, you decide mm-hmm. to do but you've got to think in the back of your mind can I keep doing this yes because as soon as you stop doing that and go back to whatever you were doing and the, your calorie burn goes down yeah absolutely back to where you started so but, you've got to think a bit long term and what absolutely. can you do yeah so what I'm going to do again let's have five principles when it does come to fat loss like if you really want to achieve good goals uh, so say you want to get toned um get lean and have lean muscle tissue grow muscle tissue because that's what toning is these are my mine and kate's top five principles when it comes to it so number one being ready in the right mindset so ready to do it you are prepared that it's not it's going to be a bit stressful so you're going to make sure the process you choose you're going to enjoy it so 
that's my first tip, but best tip there. Second one, which both me and Kate agree on, you have to be in an energy deficit. You have to be in a calorie deficit. Simple as, there's no special way around it. While being a calorie deficit, when it comes to the quality of your nutrition, because of course quality definitely comes into it, is having adequate protein. So whether if you are new to having protein, 25 grams per meal, three meals a day, maybe four, would be a great starting point. Or aiming towards 100 grams, or 1.6 to 2 grams per kilogram of your body weight would be a good start as well. And make sure you're getting plenty of fruit and vegetables in your diet, ideally reducing snacking to an absolute minimum and focusing Mm. more on your meals as well. And spreading protein across the meals, that's a new research coming out now. They're saying, it's not, don't worry if if you're a shift worker, sometimes you get to have a bulk of protein in the morning and a bulk of protein in the evening because you might not get to eat on your lunch break because you're in a high demanding job, perhaps like the NHS, uh, which I do train paramedics are in that situation. So it's not as optimal, it's suboptimal. So they might have, say, 40 grams of protein for their meal number one, 40 grams of protein meal number two. If they're able to eat meal number three, then they'll have that protein there. But those two meals have to be the biggest portion. But ideally, spreading the protein across three to four meals is better for muscle building. So if you want to get toned, which is muscle building, definitely spreading your protein is one of the main things coming out now. Um, because it's supposed to be help with muscle protein synthesis, keep it, keeping it going, keeping it uh, firing. So you're building. Uh, so when you're breaking down muscle training, being active, that rebuild process is happening constantly. So that's what they're saying now. That's the recent science that's mm. come out. Next one, which I think really should have been number one, actually, is sleep and stress management. Because you will not mm-hmm. achieve fat loss if your sleep and your stress stress isn't managed properly. I promise you this now. Before you even consider a fat loss phase, make sure you've got your sleep sorted so you're getting adequate sleep because it massively affects the hunger hormones. It affects your mental health and well-being mm-hmm. and managing your stress as well. Because your stress, what do we do? We stress it. We eat things mm-hmm. that we really like. Or we don't eat yeah. and actually not nourish ourselves. Yeah, you go the other way. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Last one is prepare for progress stalls or sometimes failure. When we say failure, mm-hmm. mean it might be you ended up having a binge on the weekend because you went out with some yeah. friends and had some pizza. That's okay. It comes back to being able to adapt, doesn't it? Yeah. But understand, failure becomes wisdom if you learn. It's like that saying from yeah, The Lion King, yeah. isn't it, when you whack Simba on the head with your stick, isn't it, Rafiki, the baboon with the blue arse? <laughs> and then Simba goes, ow, that hurts. And he's like... Doesn't matter. It's in the past. Either run from it or learn from it. Learn from it, yeah. So then, next time he swings his stick at him, he ducks. Mm-hmm. So we hope that makes sense, guys. Where we're coming from. So just relay those top yeah. five principles. Be ready to do it. Be in the right mindset, ready to go. Prepare for it's going to be a bit stressful. Make sure you've got that energy deficit in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's reducing snacks, having three or four or three meals a day, or a mini meal extra a day. Hitting your protein target's a big one. Spreading it across the day. Food quality, so mostly fruit and vegetables. Sleep and stress management, the main big one. And then think about what you can do consistently. Yeah, which sums up all of this. Like Basically, if you can do one to five consistently overall. So preparing yeah. for stalls, preparing. Sometimes failure is going to happen, but think, I'm going to learn from it. I'm not going to fuck mm-hmm. it, you know, do the fuck it bucket. I have one day going with calories. Yeah. Remember, it's what you do over a period of time when you're doing it. But yeah, if you really want to utilise, you know, change your physique, like getting leaner looking, getting that more toned look, as you call it, more defined, they're the best principles. I mean, looking back at my experience, since because my sleep used to not be great, and now I'm better at managing my, my sleep's my fat spot on. Stress management and getting better with the social media. Um, 
the calorie deficit, I always prepare myself for that person. Kate does as well. Hmm. And we're yeah. all, we've always hit protein targets and food quality. That's kind of habitual how we do it. Um, but sleep and stress is the biggest one. I think all the clients we've worked with, including working ourselves, change that. Even Kate just going on HRT for a menopause because it was affecting your sleep and your yeah, performance and, and who you are. And you could be the best you can be now, can't you, because hmm. of that? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So we hope that makes sense and helps. So what we'll do, we'll cover what we're doing for the next challenge in our next live. So this week is your week five check-in. And we want week six and next week by Tuesday midnight, latest next week. So you're all right yet. And we'll be picking a winner to win a £50 voucher from Pursue Fitness and other goodies included as well. And then we're also going to let you know what's happening with the Start With 7 seven-day free challenge. We are launching the 25th of March. The door's open. And after then, there's going to be a 28-day challenge as well, leading up to the Queen's Jubilee, which will be a great time for accountability towards summer. And then we will be launching our first ever monthly membership online group coaching group, which we're very excited about. So that'll be ongoing forever. Like we say, six weeks, it isn't over. We will be running challenges as well in between those monthly forever, memberships. Forever strong. Forever strong, it's going to be known as. And we will, any challenges we're running in future, if you're part of the monthly membership, it'll be, the challenges are included in the price. So you won't need to pay anything extra. And you get us forever. <laughs> and ever <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed today's live if you have any questions about it you can send us an email to the nk project at the nag or you can reach out to us in the private group those who are part of the nk project currently or if you go onto our socials i'm at the nag personal trainer and kate Ooh. you at k fit dot 1971 that's the one yes yeah, sorry i was remember because you're a year younger than my mum <laughs> got it in there got it in there but thanks for joining us today guys and we hope you enjoyed it see you later guys bye